0: Uh, we are on the show. It's me, Hugh, and uh, Jen Frank will be here any minute now to join uh, with myself and our first Jenny. guest of the day. Jeffrey West is here. You came
1: down all Back the way from the North Country. <laughs> Beautiful downtown metropolitan, Barrie. <laughs> there you go. Do you live downtown, Barry? Uh, not quite. More on the... What would it be? The southern shore of Kempenfelt Bay, I guess, Very and nice. Tallendale area. Yeah, but not for much longer. So uh, my mm-hmm. mother's been living there for 23 years, and you know, last year I was living in Sweden. I came over here. I'm helping her to sell her house now, so her house has been sold. So and then what? What's she going to do? What are you going to do? She's going to go live with her partner in Peterborough or near Peterborough, yeah. Lakefield, it's called. Me, right. I'm I'll just continue living homeless. <laughs> wherever oh. I end up next is, as, as they say, I am wherever I hang my hat <laughs> is your home. Yes, yep, right. exactly. Okay, well, that's... Uh, so we'll see where yeah. what all unfolds, but it's always exciting. Things are always changing in my world. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> yeah. great. And uh, so, Jeffrey, I
0: know you do the, uh, the Cosmic Vision News, mm, yeah. right? And yep. uh, you're in touch with all kinds of uh, uh, yeah. things that are happening, and uh, a lot of things seem to be happening. What are some of the things that are happening that we can talk about right now? Wow.
1: What... What can we, what can't we talk oh, about? Oh, by that? the way,
0: you know we had Travis Walton here. Right? I heard that, yeah. yeah. So
1: we, we had the Alien Cosmic Expo conference, uh, which was held in Brantford. Did you uh, go? I didn't, no, unfortunately. Oh, I didn't okay. get there. The by the way, they spotted some radionic ships there. Oh, Just did they? Just within the last
0: week, I got a photo from a Delanova star okay. uh, Livingston of uh, Uversa, uh, okay. who uh, yeah, apparently saw and took a photo of one of these radionic ships over brantford just after the uh the conference
1: so it could have been maybe a cabal ship that was coming in to prevent um victor vigiani from disclosing all his norad information (laughs) victor vigiani was here also chairing the conversation with travis walton oh very cool oh good well i'm glad you were able to get that connection yeah excellent Well, yeah. So, So, you know Victor? Not personally. I have been briefly in contact with him. About a year, a year and a half, two years ago, I was in contact with a few people down here. I have reached out to them. They... Vaguely get back to me, but we've never really been able to establish some kind of rapport, and I'm not quite sure why. Right. Uh, it's a bit like Stephen Bassett of the Paradigm Research Group. I mean, he's the lobbyist in Washington who has been pushing for disclosure of a galactic presence on Earth, and I've been trying to reach out to him as well, but he's been resistant of dealing with me because my newscast goes a bit in the direction that he feels he can't go. In other words, he. He wants to only focus on the political aspect of disclosure. He's not ready... And I understand this. I'm s- at least I'm getting better at understanding this. He doesn't want to quite go into the spiritual, the, the galactic family aspect of it because for, for him to talk about that in a political circle, for him that's just a little bit too voodoo, woo-woo, out there. So what thing. is this
0: galactic family thing?
1: So essentially the galactic family is everyone. And in many ways, it's us. I mean, it's the all that is. It's it's everything that we are a part of that just happens to be not on Earth. (laughs) So the argument goes that, uh, you know, even within our human DNA, we have parts of our DNA that are, seem to be, people are talking about now as being non-Earth origin. So we have so much of this quote-unquote junk DNA that we don't, we haven't yet mastered now. I firmly believe that there are people who do know what this junk DNA is. Yeah. But it's, it's been held dormant for a certain period of time because in this human journey of awakening to who we are, we've had to go through this experience of polarity. We've had to go through this experience of duality. And in order to prepare ourselves for a day when we would begin to awaken as humans, a certain part of our DNA has probably been coded with the information that will allow us to awaken when, we, when that individual needs to awaken. So some of us will feel called to move through certain life experiences. It could be traumatic experiences. It could be joyful experiences. It could be an experience in poverty. It could be an experience being a wealthy billionaire, greedy as all can be, or even a, a billionaire philanthropist. However we have been called to serve at this time mm-hmm. is the path that each human is taking and the trick is how to activate that memory and when to activate that memory so that the individual begins to remember why he or she came here and what that role was meant to fulfill, especially now because things I think are really starting to heat up. Well, um, um,
0: where do I begin? First of all, I just want to go on record as saying I don't have any DNA. number okay. one okay. okay now the other thing is that i well there's heard- a dna that's been uh, that's been calling you to tacos <laughs> yeah. i mean you've been talking about tacos well uh, <laughs> yeah if, if those tacos show up i don't know you know you put put the message out to the universe and sometimes yeah. the universe will deliver what whether it will deliver tacos in the next few minutes and we'll find remains out. to be seen and the viewers out there mm. stay tuned and we, we will find out and if we'll that worked or not but um well, let's um, uh, wait. No, I, I just okay. wanted to mention something. I was because I was watching a video last night, okay. um, talking about junk DNA or whatever. Mm. Uh, I just uh, happened to come across this video on YouTube, and it was about those. And you've probably heard of these these skulls that they found mm. in South America. Uh, they're they're
1: kind they're of elongated, big elongated and, skulls,
0: mm-hmm. very strong jawbone. And apparently, uh, very large, and they've uh, found some skeletons uh, to go with them. And these are like, uh, you know, these are like two and a half meter uh, skeletons, mm. right? They're mm. they're big. They're mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, you know, they're they're bigger than Homo sapiens, yeah. and they're not Homo sapiens. Their skulls right. are formed differently. The plate structure is different, right? Do you have any
1: uh, anything about that? I can't say that I have the in-depth knowledge. Yeah. However, having said that, it's probably no surprise to you that when we look to Hollywood, yeah. we can find little tidbits of truth being revealed to us through, through movies. Uh, you know, like um, um, Close Captain America, Close Encounters, E.T. But there was also an Indiana Jones movie, The, the Kingdom of uh, the Crystal Skulls, Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls, or something and like
0: that. And we know there are crystal skulls like real
1: ones yes so and the fact that it has now been revealed as being real tends to make one think. i think back now to this movie of indiana jones and the power that was held within this one skull when you were in possession of that skull which had been separated from its body the journey was to get that skull back to its body Yeah, Uh, throughout the course of the movie. And of course, the Nazis were trying to control this skull, try to capture it. They wanted to find the temple where all the skulls are. And eventually, when Indiana Jones and his crew find this cavern, they place the skull back on its body and all the skulls and the bodies which were in a circle begin to activate. And essentially what happens is a ship begins to rise out of, the, out of the temple. Whatever it was, a pyramid, I can't remember. It was a long, quite a long time ago. But the belief is, or some sources are saying, that we as humans are beginning to evolve to a space of crystallizing our DNA. We are moving towards becoming more crystalline entities. Now, some people will use fifth dimensional vibration or, or something similar to that. What this means, I'm not sure I can tell you. And I don't want to necessarily deceive the listeners by saying I know what's going to happen. Somewhere inside of us, we have the answer, but it just hasn't been activated within our memory yet. And we need to, we're in uncharted waters at this point in time. The leaders think they are still in control of the world. I don't believe they are. Right. Uh, it's becoming more and more clear that they're not. But they're mm-hmm. desperately trying to maintain this facade that, that they're in control. I mean, the media is actively trying to, to scare people with false flag shooting events and uh, to say that, oh, you gotta focus on celebrities or focus on this individual or focus on that individual. Whenever something happens, the trick really is not to give in to the fear, but to begin looking behind the event. In other words, what is it that we are being distracted from when the mainstream media wants me to focus on this particular event? If it's a shooting, why do they want us to focus on this? Because I can almost guarantee that they are doing something else in the background that is more important. But if they're losing power, then then what's going to happen, Jeffrey? That is remains to be seen again we're in uncharted waters where human consciousness can play out in a wide variety of ways and the humans that think they have power have been actively trying to start world war three they have yeah and my well again if one accepts certain sources as true the global cabal has actively tried to start world war three on more than three or four occasions now but they have been unable to do so The question is, why haven't they been unable to do so? One theory, and this again comes back to the disclosure movement, when Stephen Greer had his uh, press conference in May of 2001, he had uh, 30 or 40 people up on stage who were prepared to testify before Congress as to their involvement in different levels of disclosure. One of those people had had spoken of how things... um, Gosh, yeah, I got off on my track and I forgot where I was going with it. Um, well, one of them was Carol Rosen, anyway. Probably the chemtrails getting to you. So maybe it is the right? chemtrails that could very well be. It. I know but they stole my future. <laughs> maybe the memory will come back to me when I talk about this other experience. Carol Rosen was one of the speakers, and she had worked fairly closely with um, a chap named Werner von Braun. And Werner von Braun had apparently told Carol Rosen on his deathbed that you will know the global cabal is starting to lose control when they start playing the alien invasion card. So right now we're starting to witness disclosure leaking out on multiple different levels. NASA is doing what I Wait, call a soft disclosure. Okay, hang on, they're Clinton. playing the what card? Alien, um, sorry, alien invasion card. Thank you. You know, alien invasion card.
0: Uh, is that different than the aliens landing and giving
1: us all uh, their uh, technology card? Well, depending on the source that you follow, the belief is that certain non Earth civilizations have already been giving humanity advanced technologies, and this is what the cabal has been controlling over the last 50 or 60 years. That's how they came up with the TRB... That's how 70. television came, probably. That's how computers came. That's how the uh, co- computer chips, everything that's been gradually coming out, I suspect, has been a form of disclosure uh, from the global cabal and the advanced non-Earth negative entities. So it was given in exchange for... yeah humans to be participating in various abduction experiences now (laughs) like travis walton a bit like travis walton yes so talking about the various uh, abduction experiences now was it a real non-terrestrial abduction or was it a cabal (coughs) created abduction in other words was a human being teleported to some kind of lab somewhere in Canada or the U.S. or, or on Mars in the world, because they have the jump Mars. rooms. They've got the jump rooms. Yeah, it's very <laughs> probably right. blowing people's minds. Obama here. was there in the seventies. Yeah. yeah. So the story is that Obama participated in a, a Mars jumping program. Yeah. Andrew Bassiago, who yeah. is currently a, a U.S. presidential candidate uh, in the election, he sat in the Montauk chair. So yeah, apparently he did.
0: So yeah. Which, by the way was modeled in the um what's that th- those movies with uh, patrick stewart was in it uh, like you're thinking like the star trek or the x-men x-men, X-Men. okay they 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 did the
1: montauk and the x-men there you okay. go okay what about the blue avians are they good guys i'm still trying to figure this one out they're um for the benefit of the listeners i'm not saying i know everything about this but there is a chap named cory good He has been working fairly closely with uh, another chap, David Wilcock. David Wilcock has his own. uh, Are we queuing for a commercial break? (laughs) No, 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 no. (laughs) There we go. Uh, David Wilcock has been writing several books and has been talking about geopolitical events and uh, connecting with the galactic families. Now, Corey Goode, from what I understand of his story up to now, he apparently has been off Earth on numerous different types of missions he has been speaking out about the existence of at least five different secret space programs SSPs he calls them. Now one of these secret space programs is called Solar Warden and Solar Warden is uh, believed to be connected to the US Navy and there are several connected to various other factions. It is believed at this time that the secret, uh, secret space programs have been interacting with various off-Earth cabal ships from Earth. So there is, apparently, a form of galactic war or star war um, beginning to play out beyond beyond the Earth. And in some cases, when people are following the NASA, or the sorry, the International Space Station website, there have been the odd videos coming out of flashes of light appearing around the the space station. So the the astronauts have been briefed to not talk about this, to not go into this subject, but it it is becoming a bit more clear that NASA may be participating in a form of soft disclosure. And they're allowing certain small bits of information to get out there because they know that people are now watching for this and that people are going to uh, start knowing what to look for. And it's the same with a false flag event. The moment there's a shooting somewhere, people immediately, they go to Facebook, they find out, they try to look and find out if a profile was created before the event actually happened. They're going to Google, they're, they're going and looking at everything they can possibly find because they now know what to look for. So the moment a false flag event happens, people are on it. And the videos start appearing within days. You know, that this, the, the, the shooting in, in Orlando, for example, as tragic as it was, the evidence appears to suggest that... Nobody died until the SWAT team went into the facility around mid-morning. And that's just one of the oddities. There's videos coming out of crisis actors carrying people, then basically setting them down as soon as they think they're off camera. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very clear that, that some form of power, whoever they are, I call them the global cabal, they are trying to orchestrate these kinds of events to put people into fear. Now the question is, what might they be doing? And this is why I say you always have to go behind the scenes to figure out what they're trying to distract you from. I have a friend who knows someone in Orlando whose partner was killed in this event. So it's clear that people are dying, uh, at least some of them, maybe not all of them, but some people are being killed off. And the trick now is to find out what who those people were or what were those people connected to in Orlando. Why is it that the SWAT team would go in there at that time on that particular night and take out a certain number of people and do it in this kind of style that they did it. Okay. So we have uh, Jen Frankel joining us here on the hey. show. Hey. hey nice, to
2: nice to meet you. as well. Gosh, I'm so sorry I wasn't here for the rest of this. This is <laughs> fascinating stuff. Isn't it? It's really cool.
0: Okay.
2: Um, <laughs> it's uh, interesting too because uh, I know that with Orlando um, the... We always talk about how the, hmm. the it seems like the reason was to try to get gun control passed in the States, yep. very much in the way that after the Tasmanian shooting at mm-hmm. at, uh, at Port Arthur in Aus- in, in Australia, yes. yep. uh, actually kindled that. When debate. was that? How many that was uh, 96, maybe? Oh, oh
1: there's been so okay. many since that. It's like yeah. you know, 95
2: <coughs> or 96, but it, it's been literally 20 years since that.
0: Hmm. And, and that was and fake. And also the one in Ottawa was fake, wasn't it? I believe it was. Yeah. Right, uh, and nobody even cares about any of that stuff. Right? Well, no. we kind of we no, kind of no, like the yeah. fact that
2: we had like a we had a Canadian hero for a while, though that who? was kind of fun. The, oh. the the guy who took the the guy who took the gunman down.
0: The
1: speaker. Oh yeah, it, it and then uh, and Harper a, went and hid in the closet, and then the yeah Harper went and cowered in the closet. Right? <laughs> and, uh, Jeez, <laughs> but apparently, the guy. Now, I mean, you know, the guy that was killed. Why, why can't we have a leader who actually?
2: You mean like Jean Chrétien Uh, attacking the guy who broke into his house? That was good. That eh? was kind of fun.
1: A leader who will actually (laughs) say, listen, all of you stay away. I'm the leader of this country. I'm the one who's going to go and face this down. Exactly. You mean like Like a superhero? Heaven forbid we should ever have a leader like that. We
0: should give our prime minister (laughs) a cape.
1: Right? (laughs) Only if it's deserved. I, I don't know if we have a leader who's ever deserved that yet. Well, we got Justin now. Well, Justin should have a cape. Yeah, the but jur- he'd the have jury a, is still out. He'd have
2: it. a uniform with a big C on it, and we, we don't want to go to the big C, mm-hmm. I don't think. What does the C stand for? Well, like, it could be Canada, but, but you know, the big well, C is like Or conservative,
1: or... It could be any number of things. Yes, no, exactly. Yes. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people's minds have, have been blown into overload here. Uh, I mean, because everything is so interconnected. We're looking at changes happening not only on the inner level we're we're looking at changes happening on a geopolitical level uh, which i call the bigger picture and then we're also having the bigger bigger picture which goes into the the whole spiritual aspect the whole larger reason why humans are experiencing this whole shift at this time why is it that so many of these events are coming out and why is it that people are are falling into fear why is it that the stock markets are going berserk what it what why now, people are basically saying, and why me? Why are things happening to me right now?
2: See, I, I'd, be, I'd be asking, why has it taken 20 years for us to follow in the footsteps of, of Australia? <laughs>
1: Well, what did was, they
2: do? Well, that was um, there. Were, there were a lot of really interesting mm. anomalies with the with the Port Arthur shooting. Mm. And you're aware of the the Port Arthur shooting? I'm not
0: aware of that. I'm not either. I don't yeah, want to hear. Yeah, it's, it.
2: uh, it's 35 people I think were killed. Largest mass shooting in in Australian history. And a few years earlier, somebody had actually said mm. um, in the government, "We're not going to get gun control passed in Australia until there's a mass shooting in Tasmania." Exactly. And then oh. a few years ago, a few years after that, this mass shooting yeah. happens in Tasmania. Yeah. But the fallout from that has actually been that Australia now has some of the best, not just strictest, but the best, most sensible gun legislation in the world. Wait a
0: sec. Are you for gun control? Well,
2: here's the thing. I'm, well, I'm totally for keeping I'm keeping guns out of the hands of idiots. I mean, I think that I think but that I'm an idiot a gun
0: and I want I mean, a gun. There's
2: enough. We complain enough about, about Toronto drivers. We complain enough about idiots who have cars, wow. and we force them to get licenses and take chests and everything. I think that there should at least be that when you're actually having when you're carrying something around that can actually kill people. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a downside to what's happened in Australia. So, is there ever any a chance that that some of these manipulations are being done for an actual positive benefit, well, or is it all about money? Or it's about really gun control.
0: Well, I think it's about gun control, especially like, in the U.S.
2: Well, no one took the guns away from the Australians. Well, like they registered them at yeah, least. See, right. the yeah. thing
0: about it is like you know, and I kind of like you know, I know. Mm. I just think that if you if you uh, take the guns away, then the only people that will have guns. Are criminals in the government? Right. Well, right? and I don't trust them either, either of those. Huh? The, I just think people I, who get them. If they're licensed, like, mm-hmm. then the government knows who's yeah. got the guns.
2: I'm. Well, I'm okay with right? that. Right.
0: I think we should have everyone should have anti-aircraft. Uh, <laughs> uh, we
2: should be able to shoot down drones from <laughs> uh, Amazon Bruce, is what it, and
0: and chemtrail planes. Right. Bruce Coburn. We should have
1: if, well, if I had a rocket launcher. Exactly. the the real challenge here is that again there's there's something else at play here. There's the MKUltra mm-hmm. program, the mind the mind controlling program. In Montreal. All these <laughs> all these individuals who have gone in and, and committed these acts of violence, I'm not convinced that they were of sane mind. Yeah, yeah I agree. So something either provoked them to doing this. They were either mind controlled, bribed, threatened, or or otherwise coerced into doing these particular events. Well, that's to very strange. The I mean,
0: you know, even going back to Sirhan Sirhan, who uh, is in jail to this day, and for who doesn't shooting. really
2: remember what. Yeah, yeah, he
0: doesn't at all. Yeah. And, and yeah. who and uh, and um, and then that movie, the original Manchurian Candidate, mm-hmm. which you you'll, you'll was Denzel Washington. No, no, that's oh, no, the, the remake. The yeah. remake. Ah. See the original. Okay, it
2: was Angela Lansbury
0: and Frank Sinatra. Yes. Ooh, right? Okay. Was it Frank Sinatra?
2: Amaz- yeah, amazing, amazing role. Yeah. yeah, and
0: uh, it was filmed in '62, I think. Okay, wasn't released until '82. Was mm. it really? Yeah, that's a thing that nobody remembers. They didn't really. They put the, they put that in the can. Okay. Interesting. Beca- I think it was supposed to be released maybe around the well, right when John F. Kennedy got shot. Right. Right at that time. Too much. And they happening. did not release it until the '80s. Mm. Just something to. There so you go. You can see so it up there on it, the screen. Does it talk there about when it was actually? 1962. Released? Well, that's when it was made, but it wasn't oh. released until, uh,
1: and I, until the 80s. It doesn't uh, say yeah. there. What we're witnessing right now is reminiscent of what the Nazis did um, before World War Two. They enacted um, gun control legislation. They got the people of Germany. First of all, they brought them all up into this wave of nationalism, which is what the U.S. is basically doing, you know, throwing people behind the flag, getting them all wound up in, into this higher vision. Then you throw out a false flag event, you get people scared crapless so that they're willing to surrender some of their rights and freedoms for more protection. So the governments begin to take away uh, people's guns, and this is essentially what happened in Germany before, um, you know, before Germany became the alleged threat that it became. I argue that Germany was allowed to Hitler was allowed to do what he did. Hitler is still alive somewhere in Argentina, but I, let's let's not go there just yet. Plus, he was spotted in rural Manitoba not too long
2: ago. <laughs> I heard about that.
1: Oh,
0: I, well, did he wasn't you just really? on a, yeah, no, just okay. not
2: on a piece of toast or anything <laughs> like that. You know, like Elvis always gets spotted. <laughs> oh no, he was actually it.
0: walking around. Uh, no. He might have a farm was he there. Was in Oh, okay. Huh?
2: okay. I just always think that you're going to find you're going to find uh, pr- apparently dead world dictators in Costco. It just seems like their kind of place. Well, they of, have
1: to... <laughs> <yeah. laughs> They've got to stock <laughs> up on toilet paper. And beefaroni. Uh-huh. So, Ferroni. Chef Boy. That's right. <laughs> so
2: how do you actually see the, uh, if, if uh, guns are taken away from Americans, say,
1: mm.
2: how do you see it actually progressing? Because the Democrats have been fighting really hard. Mm. Appara- well, I mean, we had that nice sit-in with the House of Representatives where they were actually just fighting for two pieces right. of legislation. Yeah. and They couldn't even get those through. Um, and that's with the, the will of the, do you see that um, that things would change different? Would it be different between a Republican uh, Republicans in power versus Democrats in the states. Would you see the guns go away faster with the with the Republicans or with the Democrats?
1: I'm I'm hesitant to say because I know that both parties are assen- essentially controlled at the uppermost level. So they're basically so going to uh, do
2: the same things, but in different ways, optically. Cross, yeah,
1: probably in different ways. Yeah, it, it's it's going to play out, but there's one card that nobody really talks about at this time. That could tip the scale. I mean, we're, we're in a much different energetic period than we were in the 1940s. So certain events were able to ha- take place in the 1940s because the planetary human consciousness was such that it was allowed right. at that time. And mass
2: media helps and, too. And mass
1: media helps. And now we're in a period where the energies just don't seem to allow the cabal, this global cabal, to get away with anything that they're doing. So as much as this cabal tries to do something, there is a shift happening in consciousness that people are able to either intuit or sense that something is wrong, or they are beginning to find information that proves these events as wrong, or they're just simply able to start calling out all the BS that the mainstream media, the politicians, and everyone in power. And, and people will say, well, why, why is that happening now? That's a little bit harder of a question to answer, because it depends. The best I can give the viewer at this point in time is to say that the same way as our planet goes around the sun and experiences a shift in the seasons, our solar system is actually moving around a, a much larger galactic sun. And in certain parts of that journey, there are different phases of, of energy. Uh, there's a radiation belt that apparently our solar system is going through right now in its own journey around the galactic sun. And it is believed, and I can't say from my own, so please don't accept anything I say as truth, but what I believe is happening is that these energies are beginning to not only shift Earth, but it's also shifting human consciousness. It's it's shifting us in a, a much deeper atomic level. And it's beginning to awaken humanity, awaken our planet, and it's beginning to allow people to have certain experiences that they were never able to have before. And that's part of the reason why I think the global cabal is on its dying days, even though it doesn't look like it to many at this time. I believe they're on the way out.
2: I like this. This is the first time I've ever heard anybody talk about these subjects and actually have a a sense of hope about it. You actually have a sense of optimism about how the future might play out then?
1: My, my belief and feeling is that it has been preordained. Now, of course, there's always the possibility that human free will will choose to sink planet Earth. There is always that possibility. I'm not willing to go there. I'm seeing, I, I am seeing, again, this is based on my role as, a, as anchor of a, uh, of a newscast, you know, based on this, the information I report to the people of the world. I have reason for hope. I I am seeing a a profound shift in human consciousness, I'm seeing an awakening occur on, on levels that most people are not yet seeing. But having said that, I do believe that the mainstream public will start seeing more of this over the coming months. I believe that things are going to be exposed on a much bigger level. We're going to see uh, you know, a whole different scenario possibly play out in the U.S. election. My theory is there may not even be a U.S. election. I think Obama's going for a third term. So, <laughs> depending on how things play out, I know a lot of people feel Obama is bad. I'm not yet convinced of that. I... How I'm looking at it is this way. Well, every president, U.S. president, is basically a puppet. Every Western leader is essentially a puppet to, to this larger global cabal. What we've been witnessing is this very odd campaign of Russian demonization. It, although it's been going on for a long period of time, it could be argued that the big event that triggered the, the new Cold War, if you want to call it that, against Russia was the events in Ukraine. Now, the U.S. media, the Western media, has been trying to blame Russia for the events that happened in Maidan Square in January of 2014. Everything that I've seen so far suggests otherwise. Uh, there are two voice recordings that uh, that were released on the Internet. I aired them on my newscast in January of 2014. One was between Victoria Nuland and the U.S. ambassador to uh, Kiev or Ukraine, Jeffrey Pyatt. The other was a conversation between... Um, um, Ulf Ermas, if I remember his name correctly, and Catherine Ashton, who was part of the EU. Victoria Nuland and Pyatt were recorded talking about getting their candidate into power in Ukraine. <coughs> Ermas and Ashton talked about the events in Maidan Square where there were police officers, or not, sorry, not police officers, there were snipers on the roofs of buildings, shooting both police officers and uh, civilians. So there was a third force in play. Just raising the body count. Yeah, so they were the agents provocateurs that that were basically setting up everything that began to unfold in, in Ukraine. But this became the the, the media excuse to to start blaming Russia. And since then, they've tried to blame the MH, uh, Malaysian Airlines Flight 17 crash over the Ukraine. They've tried to blame that on the Russians. They're trying to blame Russia. That was really that
0: other plane that went missing.
1: It it could have been. They
0: switched the numbers. It's a big uh, scam.
1: Wow i could i could go on about this what i've discovered about about that but i don't think we'll touch that i just want to say because
0: we're actually running out of time because we have to
1: get george on the show right
0: but but maybe i know you're sticking around so maybe after uh, we'll we'll get you back there's a possibility we'll be able to continue continue later on i just wanted to make the point though that i think there was an announcement i don't know if canadians are even aware of this but uh, justin is sending canadian troops to latvia really did you know that the Low Countries,
2: uh-huh. those little those little places. Well, those man. aren't
0: the Low Countries. Those are no, the they're, they're Baltic the, the, the Baltics. The Baltic States, Oblasts. <laughs> um, oh. the um But I mean, uh, that's uh, Latvia, part, Let, of former, we, uh, Union, Ukraine, part of the former Soviet Union. Ukraine, part of the former Soviet Union. You know, so huh. Putin is looking at all this, and he's going, "What are these guys doing in our backyard?" And I remember how John
1: F. Kennedy felt yeah. when uh, when the- uh, Russia exactly. sent missiles into Cuba. So, and that was just one little country, Cuba. And here's NATO putting eight hundred and some bases all along Europe and, and the southern border along along Russia. Uh, yeah. So, Jeffrey. Um,
0: so, what's your website? We got it up here. Cosmic Vision coming up. News, Cosmic
1: right? Vision News dot com. It airs Friday evenings usually around 7 p.m., <laughs> although uh, over the last few months it's been a little bit later, but it's on and around. But the website has the, the newscast available and anyone can listen to it during, uh, during the week. Uh, the, most, the four most recent newscasts are available on the homepage and people can also go into the blog if they want to look uh, any further back than that. The, the show offers um, news from the geopolitical circle, geoeconomic circle, from alternative health, tech and science news also disclosure news relating to our galactic families and anything else that i feel might be relevant to people around the world to becoming more informed as to what the global cabal has been hiding from us and hopefully to empower people as well to make new choices to co-create a much better world than what we've been living in up to this point fantastic well, let's get some blue avians in here sometime, Jeffrey. Yeah, That'll we'll have cool. to. Yeah, I'll try and do a bit more research on that for the next conversation. Yeah. I'll see what I can, okay, cool. see, I see what I can learn. Because I think blue is a great skin color. Okay. Isn't it, though? You know what I mean? Or feathers. <laughs> isn't it? Um, <laughs> isn't it? This, this is my avatar <laughs> look.
0: <laughs> so we, let's get you back later in the show, hopefully. Sure. And we'll, we'll yep, carry on. We'll note, note, plays out. Who do we have coming up next, Jeff?
2: We got George Mahalka. This is this man's a legendary Canadian director. He did um, original My Bloody Valentine and recently did a show called 24-Hour Rental that's hilariously fun. Um, Yeah, really looking forward to talking to him. He's got some really cool, exciting stuff coming up.
0: Fantastic. All right, so we're going to take a little break here on Liquid Lunch. We're going to come back with George Mahalka as we continue here on ThatChannel.com.